Hey there. My name's Adam. I'm one of the radio producers at Triple R here in Melbourne, Australia. Before you dive into this week's podcast, I just wanted to let you know that it's Radiothon time here at the station. What's Radiothon? It's our annual subscription and donation drive. It's the most important time in the Triple R calendar. Triple R is a fully independent, listener-supported broadcaster. All the programs and podcasts that you hear on the station only exist because of you, the listener, providing the financial support for us to do what we do best. If you like what you hear from Triple R's programs and presenters, now is the perfect time to donate or take out an annual subscription with the station. Anyone who subscribes to Triple R from Friday, August 25 to Wednesday, October 4, 2023, will go in the chance to win one of hundreds of major and specialty prizes. There's things out there for everyone. Uh, there's big major prizes if you live in Victoria. There are prizes for pets. If you want to subscribe a cat or a dog to the station, people do. Um, if you want to find out more about subscribing and hear about all the great prizes, you can head to rrr.org.au forward slash Radiothon. I'll leave you now to enjoy a very special Radiothon edition of this week's podcast. Triple R's regular programming will return on September 4. See you later. Triple R. G'day and hooray. It's time for Literati Glitterati, Triple R's premiere and only book show. Welcome. We are absolutely stoked to have you because we're having a party today. We're having an educational party, but it doesn't matter if you hated school. It doesn't matter if you were a little bit naughty. It's only great vibes and superb hits today. We're asking people to dig deep, to shout out, um, to get on the phone, to get on their computers and subscribe to the fantastic station that is Triple R. I'd like to acknowledge that I'm broadcasting to you from the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and I'd like to pay my respects to Bunjil, the great creation spirit. Triple R. I am going to be celebrating the theme of Radiothon this week by bringing in a couple of very special mentors of mine. Uh, Literati Glitterati, as you know, is a very new show. Uh, it started just at the beginning of this year, and I am so aware that I am standing on the shoulders of giants. One of those giants is the fantastic Mel Cranenberg, who, of course, listeners would know from her fantastic long-running show that was in this spot, Backstory, but also from The Breakfasters, where she comes in once a fortnight night and shares her fantastic reviews about all things books and literary things. Welcome, Mel. Oh, it's so great to be here and also to be described as a giant. Literally no one has ever looked at this five foot two woman and said that, but I adore you for it. And we'll just add it to all of my uh, profile bios now. Oh, mate, you're a Mel. metaphysical giant. If I actually were to jump on your shoulders, I think that we would get into all kinds of trouble. But, um, you know, look, metaphorically speaking, sure. Absolutely. I'm a metaphorical giant and uh, no other kind. Absolutely. I have to say, Mel, I we were talking off air about this, but you are already absolutely killing this Radiothon show because my first one, I absolutely lost my voice and I still came in. Uh, the wonderful Elizabeth McCarthy, who talking about standing on the shoulders of giants, also had a long-running book show on this slot. So it's a well-worn book slot that you are 
you know, beautifully fitting into and making your own. Um, she came on, she did my show for me and I sat there and got paid out by each and every guest who were enjoying the fact that I couldn't talk back for once, which was delightful. Well, how very dare they? So um, rude. Take us back. When was your first ever engagement with the station and when, when did Backstory start for you? When did you jump on board? Yeah, so look, I've had uh, probably an association with the station for way longer than I'd like to admit, but my entire adult life, I would say, I've had something to do with Triple R. I really started coming on uh, back with, I think, Tracy Hutchison's show and then Michelle Bennett's show uh, spoke back in the day uh, to talk about the big issue, which is where I worked. And I uh, then, you know, started coming on for regular segments on Grapevine to talk about books and, you know, lots of feels later ultimately landed my own show I guess it was like maybe four or five years ago uh, that show ran for about four years and oh my god it was incredible and Mel I have to say as someone who's done this kind of a show every week I listen to yours and I think does anyone realize how much work goes into this because you have this marvelously calm and sweet presence you know it's so upbeat and gorgeous and it sort of sounds like you're just thinking of things from the top of your head, but I know how much work goes into that. You've read two books a week, you think about things, you do your research, you really care. And I just want people out there to know you should bloody subscribe because you just do not get, in stations where people are paid to do these jobs, you just do not get that level of care and commitment that is done for absolutely no money just uh. because you love it. Thank you, buddy. That means so much to me. That's a really, really wonderful thing. But I think that's something that's really important that is sometimes left out of the equation when we're talking about, um, you know, the connotations of getting an education uh, can be very, very tricky for some people. But I think for me and for all of us at the station and for you, I dare say, um, being getting an education and being a fan are absolutely intertwined. And, um, you know... I read a lot, but I love that shit. And so do you. And it's such a wonderful thing and it's such a joy. And I think it can be quite contagious um, to dive deep into the things that you love, to ask questions about it, to open your mind and to share that with other people. So it's a real privilege to be here and to be able to do that. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And it's also that added element of, you know, Working in books and publishing or thinking about books and publishing, it's such a small industry as well and we're such an important part of making sure people know about our local writers and, you know, the kinds of things that happen in this community. It's an interchange of ideas. Like books aren't just an object to sell or an object to pick up. They're actually something that contains these multitudes, these creative environments, these brains that we can, you know, that we can really get into. I think a lot of people don't realise just what an incredible scene we have here in Australia in terms of that. We're getting this amazing depth of field. We're trying to get much more diversity into books and publishing and, and things of that nature. And when you come in here each week and you talk about that, you're sharing that knowledge as well. It's an access thing, isn't it? It's like people don't have access to understanding these little worlds, to having a chance to, to get involved in them, to see that they, you know, I love the thought that someone would listen to a show of yours, which they could just happen to, you know, pass by a radio, hear it, you know, stream it online somewhere and then discover that these, you know, that that they could do that. They could be a writer because you're talking to writers. You're demystifying what it is that they do. And that's just so incredible. And like to do it in the way that we do. I, I've had so many people say to me, and I think I mentioned this uh, yesterday when I went on Breakfasters, 
when I've gone to interview people about books, they've often said, oh, you're the first person who's read it. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> that's cool. really worrying. But, you know, that's what. Well, like, it's the delish perk of the here. job, right? You get the advanced copies. I love that part. Um, you know. But yeah. I feel like, you know, there is something very particular about community radio in that respect. We're not, you know, we're obviously not doing this to make money because we don't get paid to do it. We're doing this because it is a passion. And, you know, again, like there are people who hop up online and do stuff and that's great. But more often than not, you know, there's a sponsorship arrangement involved that's directly to do with the content they're creating. Mm. And I have, you know, no shade on that. That's if that's how they're making their living. But that's not what this is. And I think that that kind of media where you're genuinely giving authentic, you know, reflections on something where you're having people on because you want to know what they think and you want to share their ideas, that's an increasing rarity in the media landscape and that's what happens, you know, here. And yeah, it's, totally. It's a really different vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Mel, tell us a little bit, in keeping with the It's Educational theme, tell us a little bit about, you know, a couple of books or a couple of things that have really sort of set your mind on fire this year. What's some, what's some stuff that's got you thinking? Oh, I mean, it's sort of, that's a really, it's a really, really interesting one because, you know, I do read a lot of books. I have to say the last book that I, I went on and talked about on Breakfasters was Alish, which was a strange surrealist novel set in somewhere that was Hong Kong but not Hong Kong at all. Um, so it was basically, um, you know, a way of talking about the political regime without actually directly saying that it is about that. And I thought about that. I thought about, you know, what are we doing in our literature that's like that, that, you know, that reflects what's happening in society. And the fact that books can still be a part of that, can be a part of that political kind of um, solution, like or making people aware of, of the, you know, these deep and um, complex things that go on when you are living in an oppressive regime. And I guess, you know, we have so many things that we can grapple with in today's society. You know, we're seeing stuff potentially being, you know, shifting for the better. We've got the voice happening and you hope that maybe people are going to think about a way of making our country better. I feel like reading books can help you to, to get through those ideas. And it really did bring me back to that, that, you know, yeah, I love reading a book to get entertained. I love reading a book to sort of you know, see the power play of words and how that affects my brain. But I also like to think about them as these political entities. Freaking learning knowledge, sharing knowledge, it's still a political thing. And I I really feel strongly about that. And, and that reminded me of those things as well as like, oh my God, people are still writing this crazy ass surrealist crap. Like, it's incredible. Oh, it's absolutely essential to have, I think, spirited, empathic discourse that exists, that engage, engages actively with what is happening in the world but takes it from different angles and presents it different, different, uh, differently and packages it up so that other people can understand and engage with it. It also takes the heat out of it a little bit, right, when we're talking about made-up characters with very real, very universal, very intentional feelings and, you know, the consequences of the things that we're making decisions about now are felt and need to be explored from a variety of different angles and I think fiction and novels really allow us to do that and poetry as well and so it's so great to have a little bit of a space where we can, you know, yammer on about those things and pick the minds apart of the great writers who are putting those things together. Um, yeah, absolutely. Mel, all of these reasons are fantastic reasons to subscribe to the station at rrr.org.au. Um, 
Another fantastic reason to subscribe to the station is there is a plethora of extraordinary prizes. Uh, Janet Frame, one of my favourite writers from New Zealand, once famously said, life is hell, but at least there are prizes. What a cracking <laughs> opening sentence to a short story. Triple R. Mel, a couple of people have already jumped on and signed up. Do you want to read some names out for us? Big ups to uh, Laura Fowler of Northgate, who's renewing to Neon Sunset. Uh, Nicholas Waite of Jindabai, New South Wales, represent um, renewing to Banana Lounge Broadcasting. Karen McGlynn of Bullaroo in New South Wales. All the New South Walesies getting amongst it. Yeah. Uh, renewing and donating, thank you so much, to Vital Bits. Scott Backer of Pasco Vale South, South is renewing to Breakfasters. And Chris Gale of Clayton South all the Southies are renewing to the station. Well done, everyone. Yeah, good on you, Southies. Um, I've got a couple as, as well. I've got uh, Heather Murfett from Northcote who has renewed via the web and she's made a generous donation to Uncommon Sense. Good on you, mate. Uh, Bernadette Eldridge from Frankston has renewed to Banana Lounge Broadcasting. Gregor Rogers from Blackburn South has renewed to Astral Glamour. G'day, Joe, if you're listening. Um, love your work. And Sarah Adams from Thornbury has renewed via the web to the mission. Fantastic. Loved listening to Daniel James have a yarn with Jacinta on the radio last night. Do listen back if you didn't listen before. My name's Mel Fulton. We've got Mel Cranenberg here in the studio with us. Mel, tell us, I mean, what have you been up to since you've kind of departed Backstory? <laughs> what doors did it open for you? Tell us. Oh, my God. Um, this is such a funny thing. I mean, I guess I teach uh, writing and editing, so I'm always around this stuff. But I don't know. I, I feel like my association with Triple R just keeps giving. So it's a funny thing to say since I've stopped doing it because there's just been this ongoing relationship with the station. Um, but I have, like, when I was, um, you know, the final kind of few episodes I was doing, all of these people who I spoke with, you know, authors that I interviewed, talked about how important that show and shows like it had been to them. And I swear it just, it, I, it makes me teary just to think about because, I, I mean, you come here, you're in this, this station and you love it and you love being here and you're talking into the microphone you're like I assume people might be listening I don't know but then you realize you've got this amazing community at the other end so I've had a lot of people you know talk to me about that I certainly have had opportunities come out of it in terms of you know doing in conversations and whatever else and um, which is really amazing but I mean, I don't know. It's a really funny thing because I've recently, I think I've been to like three live to airs in two weeks. Yeah. And I was just saying to people on the way in here, oh my God, I have been around Triple R for ages, but there's always something new to find out about this place or to do at this place that, you know, is at once something I haven't tried before or, I, or a part of being a subscriber here that I haven't, you know, maybe considered that I could benefit from. And I turned up in there were all these people I just freaking love, like not just people I know from around, like each and every one of them is a goddamn legend and I adore them. And there are people here who they've never been on air vols. They, they come here, they, they maybe work the live to air events and they're just, you know, absolutely committed to doing that because they freaking love the community and they love the bands and they just love being there. And I just thought this is a freaking family, like of people who listen, you know, there isn't that 
kind of distinction, really. The people who are on air, the people who do the other volunteering around the place, the people who listen, we're all a part of it. You've got that bumper sticker on your bike, on your car, wherever it is, and you just know they're a legend. You know, it's just makes them way hotter. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> on the dating apps, where's your triple R sticker at? We're I don't all, know. Yeah, we're all friends that just haven't met yet. Absolutely. And I think that's such a wonderful thing. Uh, do subscribe. Do send us a little message. Let us know that you're listening. Let us know what you like. Let us know. I mean, if you're an author or if you're a bookworm, please, now's your time. It's your time to shine. Um, Mel, you touched on something wonderful uh, just earlier. An enormous benefit of being a subscriber is that you get to come along uh, to the best room in Melbourne. You get to listen to our live to airs, which happened between seven and eight o'clock on a Friday night. A couple of weeks ago, I had the extraordinary pleasure of um, presenting the Body Type Show, one of my favourite bands. Tonight, Shorty has the great privilege of presenting Magic Dirt. Huge shout out to Shorty. Love her show. Huge shout out to Magic Dirt. Saw them on Saturday night. Absolutely loved it at Castlemaine. Triple R. The theme is It's Educational. It is a special Radiothon edition of the show. It is my delight to welcome into the studio guest number two who will be joining Mel Cranenberg in the hot seat. It is Fiona Scott-Norman. Her reputation precedes her. She is a long-time fabulous broadcaster who's been with the station since, I'm going to say, the early 90s, Fiona? Yeah, just did a little bit of a um, convene with Beck outside and had a look in my notebook which I started in um, when I did my Trash Is My Life and um, in fact it's been 30 years, 1993. Wow, happy birthday Fiona. Thank you. 30 years of extraordinary broadcasting. Indeed and thank you for having me. It's so sweet to be here. Mate, it's so sweet to have you here with a theme like It's Educational because you, in fact, in addition to providing this sort of glorious um, legacy of radio broadcasting, you are also very really and literally my teacher um, at the professional writing and editing course at RMIT. Mm. Uh, Fiona, Fiona taught me all about um, the fascinating art of creative non-fiction mm-hmm. and... Now she's here as my friend. (laughs) Wow. It's true. Dreams can come true. It's a cute promotion (laughs) that I've received. I love it. Um, You've brought in so much stuff from the archives. I really feel that we are completely wasted being on radio. This should be a television special. There is a huge box of cassette tapes from Mm. Trash Is My Life. Tell us about the show. Tell us about getting your start at Triple R. Ooh, yeah. Well, um, I just bought in the boxes an aid memoir um, and also just because I went, oh, look, I should just take it in. So it's a four by four stack width box um, that has just like, it's just, yeah, it's it's the show's in order. Um, I started, I had an obsession with bad records, um, essentially, and... I was also working at InPress at the time. I was writing reviews for um, Street Press and I wrote for them from their second issue. So whenever that was, that would have been late 80s, early 90s. And um, I mention that because James the Hound Dog Young was also writing for InPress. And in fact, I think he was... um, 
I think he was like one of the founding members of InPress with the editor, Rowena. And uh, he, of course, was on Triple R. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was kind of like, I'm sure, I mean, I'll just mention you to Stephen. And um, so he mentioned me to Stephen Walker and I was given um, 30 minutes, 30 minutes slot to try out my idea of playing really, really shit music. Um, (laughs) Where else are you going to be able to do that, honestly? Your pitch is, look, I'm an interesting person with terrible taste. Give me half an hour. Yeah, pretty much. I want to hear it. Yeah, because it was was like I was just hanging out in op shops and buying, you know, like – Young talent albums, and it was that stage when everyone was jettisoning their vinyl for CDs. Um, so <laughs> how short-sighted am I, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was scooping them up, and also new to basically pretty new to Australia, and certainly new to Melbourne. And going, what is this? What is this young talent type? Who are these celebrities who've got albums out? Why does John Travolta have an album? Like I was just buying all those. What is Footy favourites? Um, and so the opportunity to uh, share that um, with a broader audience um, rather than just hassling people at dinner parties um, was really – it was just such a wonderful niche um, offer, mm. like that Stephen Walker was just like, oh, yeah, we'll give it a crack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had half an hour for uh, a while and then I got upgraded to the hour and yeah. um and I did trash my life for um about 10 years far out yeah um there was sort of a hiatus where um f and k kind mm. of like we alternated for a while and then it was like f and k and then trash my life came back so uh I guess that's one of the things I just like I look back now and I go how wonderful that this station is just willing to support really strange ideas. Well, you're somebody... <laughs> I just love this so much. I've known mm. Fiona quite well and I'm just like, she has this preternatural ability to find the oddest thing possible and somehow yeah. make it wonderful and amazing. But also, I do know you quite well and you brought these uh, this box of cassettes so beautifully arranged in and suddenly I went, I was a massive fan of yours. Oh. And I'm, now I'm like, it's going to make it awkward. Oh, Our friendship's right. just gotten a little awkward. You'll forget. Um, <laughs> I think people, I think we've we've got a special little message from, from Beck Hornsby coming into the studio, Ooh. dropping off some paperwork. Ooh. I think that means that a couple of people maybe have subscribed. If you are interested in subscribing, if you are passionate about interesting people with questionable taste... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then jump on rrr.org.au. We would love to hear from you. Send us a message. It's always so nice to get a little story to read out. We'll make you feel famous, I promise. Um, Fiona, you've got a couple of subscribers there in your hot little hands. Tell us. I do. So Caitlin phillips Pedalston from Coburg has renewed to the station. Solid choice, Caitlin. Good on you, Caitlin. Uh, Alice Bishop from Christmas Hills is renewing to Literati Glitterati. Yeah, you are. Thanks. And loves the show. Uh, Also loves backstory. Um, Dad Flynn. Oh, my dad. Your dad. I mean, not my literal dad. Sort of more. This is Sam Flynn, who is um, a fantastic writer, one of the funniest people I've ever known, entirely clever and enterprising and kind, plus a good time. Thank you, Sam. Wow. Wow. From Kyneton. 
Yes, uh, new subscriber to. I was going to say to um, you know Tony Biggs. No, it's too literati, <laughs> literati, um, for my favourite show and my wildly talented mum. He says, oh, um, Jen Shalakis from Castlemaine, renewing to literati, Ooh. literati. Look at you go! And the message is hello, love your work and your clothes and your heart. Ooh. Triple R rocks and so does Lit Glit Baby. Yeah. Someone's in love. Someone's yeah. in love. Jen, Jen Shalakis might have a little crush on me. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky me. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll bring you back down to earth with um, <laughs> Mark Henry from Princess Hill, um, who is renewing passionately to the Breakfasters. Love it. And David Bromfield from Kresic, uh, passionate renewal to How High the Moon and Keep Learning. Love that. And I've got some dead set legends here. Adrian Walsh of Urala in New South Wales is renewing to Smart Arts. Sarah Herschel of Safety Beach is a new subscriber. Welcome. You're entering Hotel California, so just know that. And a generous donation as well to the station. Carl Hughes of Safety Beach is a new subscriber as well to the station with a donation of $15. Is it weird that I just I just get so excited when I see new subscribers because yeah. I'm like, mm. you know, they might have been long-term listeners and first-time subscribers. They might have just found this station Whatever way it is, welcome, welcome, welcome. You'll never look back. Um, Stephen Peason of Frankston is donating to the station, generous donation there, um, and saying hello to Sue and Dave, his neighbours. Um, oh, hello, Sue That's and Dave. So nice. Hi, Sue You've and got Dave. such a gorgeous uh, neighbour, Stephen, there. Uh, and uh, Michael Rugg. Rug, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, of Sandringham, is renewing to off the record and says you're all amazing and I hard agree. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow, that's so great. Um, I've got Alison Rosenberg from Hurstbridge who has renewed with a generous donation to MAPS. Good on ya. And she says, thanks to all at Triple R for the oral, artistic and community education. My family and I have benefited enormously from hearing a diversity of voices and musical styles on air for 24 years. Love your guts. We love you too. Thanks, Alison. Um, Pippa Tandy from, Cre I would have said Creswick because I'm terrible at pronouncing things, but it's Creswick. I just learnt from Fee. Creswick is a passionate renewal via the web to How High the Moon Teach. They say, thanks, Pippa. Uh, Sarah Curley Walker from Yapine. G'day, Sarah Curley Walker. I love you, mate. Um, she's renewed via the web to Literati Glitterati. She says, you, on your lit glit. Well, I feel ridiculous reading this out, but, um, you know, sometimes you just got to wave your own flag, don't you? Someone give this woman a promotion. This show makes me want to be a more interested and interesting person. Song request, Geggy Tars, whoever you are. Well, we'll see how we go there, Sarah. This is actually actually a slightly more highbrow kind of, you know, sophisticated show music-wise. I would never play Gay Guitar. Just kidding. I love that song. I'm obsessed. Amy Charleston. G'day, Amy. G'day to Daisy as well and to Matt. Love your whole family. Amy's from Reza. She's renewing via the web to Lit Glit and she says, On your mail, I am, <laughs> I am fully obsessed with your marvellous, ebullient and legendary show and the rest of the station. Triple R forever and ever and ever. Good on you, Amy Charleston. Thank you, mate. That's really fantastic. I'm, no, I'm a little bit stoked. Um, keep them coming. Triple R on FM, digital, online, via the app. 
Yeah, we've been talking a little bit about uh, some of the added benefits of subscribing oh, yeah. to mm. rrr.org.au. Mm. Fiona, mm. you found true love via Triple R um, and the F&K show. Can you tell us? Tell yeah. us the story. Well, tell us about it. Yeah, well, I was just commenting that, you know, that uh, doing a sexy show doesn't work against you uh, when you're doing Triple R. Um, so both Kate and I met our partners due to doing Triple R, essentially. Um, Kate met her partner when she went on one of the um, holidays, you know, the... Um, a subscriber holiday? A subscriber holiday. Wowee! Yeah, she went on a subscriber holiday leading the, leading the thing and um, came back uh, having found something, you know, in one of the subscribers who went along turned out to be... Holy moly! ...her forever partner. Um, uh, I feel like I should just chime in and say, look, that that could be you if you're out there and listening. There is an amazing intrepid holiday that's up for grabs. Who's leading it's it? It's a nine-day trip to <laughs> Bali. Um, yeah, filled with hotties. Filled. For sure. yeah, you could yeah. find the love of your life. You I could. Mean, it's it's happened before. It has. And also, the thing is, like, of course, if you're going on a subscriber uh, trip to you're going to be hanging out with other Triple R subscribers, which means your people. Basically, Triple R does the the weeding out for The weeding out, yes. It's It's 100% quality dating material, quality dating stock. Correct. That's what Triple R is all about. Breeding stock. We want to make sure that you're not (laughs) dealing with the dross out there on the dating apps. That's correct. I mean, I feel like I do need to reel us in at this moment and – do a quick fact check. I think that what you get this time is a ticket to an intrepid tour, a single person, and you might meet some special dudes, but they might not all be Triple R subscribers. Here's hoping one of them's got the bumper sticker. But still, a trip to Bali, sure. that ain't bad. No, that's true. And the bumper sticker is also a good way of identifying your people. I mean, it's the ultimate cultural signifier, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Not going to... Not going to smash into that car in the supermarket car park. No, I'm not going to honk my horn at that guy. No, or maybe honk, honk. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so Greg, my partner, um, I actually met at Mel Cranenberg, who was sitting next to me, her birthday (laughs) dinner, and he was her housemate. I have birthdays every year as well. Every year. So also – I like Triple R subscribers, so if you want to come to my birthday party, subscribe to Literati Glitterati and and you might find your partner too. And and it's coming up soon, isn't it, Mel, your birthday? It's coming up very soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, as Mel just said, it was her birthday, but I got the present. Wow. Yeah. I love that. And how long How long ago was that? How long are we celebrating? Oh, like 13 years, I think, maybe even 14. Um, but, yeah, Greg was a fan of the show. So he was like, going, oh, my God, it's Fiona Scott Norman. Um, <laughs> once he found out which Fiona it was that he was dealing with, which startling redhead. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, I'm just I, – I, I find it sort of like – awkward to frame in a way because he was basically because it's like saying oh yes I'm amazing shut up um but yes he was excited because he used to listen to me on listen to the FNK show and I think a lot of young men used to listen to the FNK show the FNK show certainly left a tremendous legacy and young women Fiona young women Sorry. listened as well just saying I know we also found it deeply sexy there we um, go it was a, it not was... to make it all more awkward than it has already gotten between us <laughs> Look, I will say uh, the theme this the theme this edition of Radiothon is mm. it's educational and something that is particularly thrilling, I think, for anyone who has ever been a student is to dig deep.
deep into the lives of your teachers and mm. find out all of the extraordinary and colourful and perhaps <laughs> naughty things that they used to do. And Fiona used to do many of them. In fact, um, <laughs> I've got some fantastic footage from deep in the archives mm. available to play and I would love to play it if we can get a couple of extra subscribers to jump on board. Fiona once famously in 1998 with Kate... Um, Partook in a little tasting of, um, well, you can tell us, Fiona, you tell, you tell it best, no doubt. Sure. Uh, well, back in the day at Triple I, you couldn't get a good coffee. Um, no, that's not what happened. We, um, <laughs> well, look, essentially uh, on F&K we used to uh, be very, uh, I suppose, uh, wanted to push the boundaries a bit. Mm-hmm. We, used, we talked a lot about sex um, and I also read somewhere about, you know, drinking urine as a health measure and drinking your own urine and we Shab were, we Yeah. And we were <laughs> <laughs> and we were immediately kind of going, Well, if people do it, then clearly you can do it and if you can do it, then we should do it. If you can, you should. Yeah. Perhaps it, not the takeaway of today, but you know. Well, it's like it, it's actually not a terrible thing as it transpires. Um Oh, but we, um, <laughs> we, um, we, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, so we started, you know, we talked about it on air and then it was like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then it got tied up with Tim Tabletop Thorpe because we, um, he at the time, he was still working, he was obviously very heavily involved in the station as well. And he had, at the time, his hair had grown too long for the amount of hair that he had. You notice he has now very short hair. Um, But at the time he was still rocking the long hair and we were like, Tim, you've got to cut your hair because we were moles and policing how he looked. Um, But it it was, it was time. So we, and he was desperate for us to drink our urine as everybody was. So we went, we will not do it until you cut your hair. Wow. So every week we'd come in and we're going, no, I'm not going to. And, and then he cut his hair and we went, yes, we're going to do it. Um, and we did. And we did. And we've got the um, footage of it here. <laughs> uh, we're going to cut to it in just a sec. But before we do, we've got a couple of um, subscribers that have just come in. We'd love to read your name out. Mel Cranenberg, do you want to go first? Yeah, we've got Flo Floramo of Love Day in South Australia, who is a new subscriber to Literati Glitterati. Hi, Flo. Hard to resist Patty Smith and a Janet frame quote love your work Mel thanks so much for all your hard work such a pleasure to tune in on Wednesdays and love your videos I love your videos they're so cool Uh, Zan Shadbolt of Elwood is renewing and donating to Uncommon Sense amazing amazing um I have Ali Richards from Brunswick who is renewing to literati glitterati Ali Richards long live literature and see you next week yeah, Ali is a fantastic author um, and her second book, I believe, came out today. Um, so she'll be joining us to have a chat about that and have a chat about her short story, which is collected in New Australian Stories, which also came out today. Brilliant. Good on you, Ali. Killing yeah, it. Absolutely. And Amy Butcher, also of Brunswick, who is renewing, um, made a donation of $50 and she 
is uh, subscribing to The Score. Excellent stuff. Thank you so much to Joe Piantoni from Preston, who's renewing via the web to the whole station, and also to Amy Robinson of Mooney Ponds, who is a new subscriber. Thank you. We love new subscribers. She's subscribing to the whole station. Uh, we've got a couple more that have just come through. Yeah, we've got a few more here. Uh, it's going off. Uh, Christine Agas of Alban Vale is renewing to the station. Adam Johnston of Elwood renewing to Radio Marinara. And Matthew Halchanik of Reservoir is renewing to Literati Glitterati, Legends One and All. Ah, I absolutely love that. All right, without further ado, uh, this is the Taking the Piss segment. Fiona Scott Norman. (sighs) Everyone, get into it. Why are we doing it? Mm. Why are we doing it? Well, my love, I have to say it was your idea. (laughs) I just went, I just went, yes, of course. It was my idea. And you were so full of, brimful of enthusiasm. Oh, okay. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. I've just got urine on the console. I saw you because I did. Thank and you. What, and what I was trying to do the extravagant verification shot. What did I say? Watch out for your cocktail for, uh, umbrella. For, uh, I know, and I've soaked the cocktail umbrella. No, hang on, just Drenched with my to. water of life. Now, I'm hang just, on. <laughs> Be very quiet because I'm going to see if uh, people can identify this sound. Do you think people have I had to, uh, I've iced up from being in the esky. <laughs> There's a touch of well, ice. It just goes to show that, you know, you, oh, I can't believe this. There's okay. just pee everywhere. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's sprayed, I'm sure that lovely. How often do you think oh, that's like... been said in the studio? <laughs> Can I tell you, you're the first person who's pissed in the studio who's bothered to clean it up. <laughs> You are a delightful Virgo. At least it's chilled, though, so it doesn't, you know. Oh, absolutely. Mm, mm, And mm. it's, you know, it's Mm. beautiful. Who could not love it? Mm. Uh, Indeed. Okay. It looks, oh, good grief. It looks um, quite splendid in the glass, I have to say. It looks beautiful. And here we go. I can't believe we're going to do this. Hang on. If you make me laugh, I can't get it up the straw. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, just for listeners, Fiona's got an, a red cocktail umbrella and I've got a green one and she's got the green alligator and I've got the pink elephant on my straw. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's salty. Mm. It doesn't taste like very much at no, all. No, it doesn't. Mine doesn't taste like much. It's quite, oh. um, it's quite nice, really. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of garnish. And it's I can amazing. Pop. It tastes salty. Hang on. to prove that we're doing it. Mm. It tastes mm. just kind of... Ugh, well, I don't know what it tastes like. It's um, salty, faintly salty, and a touch... It tastes what I imagine, like, what a truffle would taste like, but I don't know what a truffle tastes like. Mm. Um, mine is Not actually... that I'm saying my piss tastes like fungus, but... No. Well, mm. this one is... Um, this one, mine. Yes. Um, I think the verve must have done a good job oh. because it actually tastes quite good. My love, you know what we're going to have to do? What? Hand me your glass. Oh, OK. OK, hang on. <laughs> I have to taste your piss. Oh, of course. Here, let me try yours. All right. Okay. See whether they're different. Should All we right. should we clean the palate with a bit of water? Oh. There's, no. Um, oh, no? Do you think? Do no, I can't no, be okay. I think nothing's more cleansing than the urine. That's true. <laughs> they taste very similar. Mm. They taste Yours is very... a bit stronger, my love. Do you think? Yep, I do. Yours doesn't taste like verve. No, well, it doesn't taste like verve, but it's quite um, clean tasting. It is clean tasting, mm. isn't it? It mm. tastes clean. Mm. I could drink gallons of the stuff. Me too. And I intend to. Well, that's it. That's, I think they should start you serving this at night clubs. Although, 
Well, they probably will. Mm, I it think is so. called uh, the Flap Dragon. Really? Mm. Who by? Mm, people. <laughs> you know. It's a great name Who for a cocktail, it is? though. The Flap Dragon. Mm. I'm going to drink some more of my own urine because this is probably the only time in my life I'm ever going to do it. Well, that's very true. Mm. I'm not going to be. Um, I have to say, Should probably. we gargled each other just to prove that we're doing it? Oh, I don't know if that would. How would that mm. prove? I mean, oh, I don't know. I think I haven't even gargled mine yet. Just, um, I'm trying to get a flavour. I'm just it's wondering what kind of. I'm wondering. Yes, it is very it's mild. It's very mild, and it's hard. I would thought, anyone like to try it? I thought it was going to be. Come on in, have a Susie, taste. Susie, would you like some? Susie's here uh, documenting mm. this. You know, the colouring of it is not unlike a uh, Chablis. Indeed, I think we could probably... Uh, is it? No. It's very similar. Well, well. Not so much out of the mouths of babes as into the mouths of babes. Oh, my love, you're such yes. a wit. Oh. Now, IG just told us it's an autoimmune thing, so we should not have quaffed each other's. Oh, baby, I don't think we really quaffed. No. I think a little sip won't do any harm. No, a little of so. what you fancy is always good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh I won't hear a word against it. Not at all. Wow. I'm never going to look at you the same way again. Oh, Shibble my God. Shibble. I love uh, it. I love it. The flap dragon. Yeah. Flap dragon. <laughs> so, interestingly, I mean, people still do bring this up, um, and often they say, did you really do it? And I'm always like, why would we lie? The glass, the ice cubes were yeah. clinking. The tasting notes were very legitimate. I, I think, mean, I think it's so. It's the gargling that really did it for me. It's so good. <laughs> My God, what a couple of idiots. Anyway, that was, I mean, yeah, it is like, it's champagne, champagne radio. Champagne radio, absolutely. Mm. Um, it's just about time for Literati Glitterati to wrap up for this special Radiothon edition. Thank you enormously, Mel Cranenberg and Fiona Scott-Norman. Um, your legacy lives on. We are absolutely stoked to have you in the studio every time we do. Next week, Ali Richards is going to be in the house. Thanks again for your subscription, Ali. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed. Catch you very soon. Literati Glitterati. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Literati Glitterati, a weekly book show that loves a good story well told. Literati Glitterati is broadcast live on Triple R each Wednesday from midday to 1pm. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast and please feel free to keep in touch at rrr.org.au.